Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, Supernatural fans. This week we are discussing how Dean fought his Halloween idol, Dean and Sam being joined by their twins on the hunt, and why Sam really hates Halloween. Can't wait. Let's talk about this week's spooky episode. Coming at you now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz <laughs> this is the original theme song yeah. to Thundercats. Thundercats! Oh! I'm just glad Jerry knows this because I've never seen an episode of Thundercats. I shouldn't admit that, but I haven't. But we saw a Thundercat figurine this episode. That's because we are talking about Supernatural Season 4, Episode 14. Episode 14. Episode 4, Mint Condition. Yes. And I am Lindsay Wegner. Hi, guys. So glad to be back with you after my week in Texas. And tonight, I am obviously joined by Cherry Davis. Hey, everybody. Thundercats! Ho! <laughs> she did such a great job hosting last week. I watched part of the episode. Thank you for, <laughs> for joining us last week. And excited to talk about this week's episode. Cherry, too. I know you told me that you loved it and that you were laughing the whole time and that you have a new crush. So hard. I'm Tell me all about it. So hard on the writer, Davey Perez. I'm hoping he writes another episode this up this season and he can maybe come in. But I have a really important question for you. Okay, what do you got? Do you think you could beat the toy, no, action figure sized Panther and his nunchucks? I mean, I mean, honestly, it didn't seem like that difficult. And like Sam later says in the episode, this kid eats tacos and like doesn't isn't really athletic. I, I'm a fairly athletic person. I feel like I could beat a six inch tall, twelve inch tall. It was twelve inches Tw- and it was twelve Pedro inches, that's what she said. Built. And he had the nunchucks. <laughs> I mean, I still have four feet and three inches on him. <laughs> but he's four fast. feet four. <laughs> he's a panther. A panther. Do you think you could beat him? I don't know. It's it's Panthro. <laughs> Everybody in the chat, let us know. Do you think you can beat Panthro? Action figure. And I might add, he took him out of the box, therefore not making him mint condition. So, yes, I have a problem with you, Stuart, you know, toy thief. I kind of agree with that. I don't know if you guys, uh, well, I mean, Supernatural fans, but I mean, I had Barbies growing up. And I got the Christmas Barbie dolls for Christmas. Uh, they never came out of the boxes. You just sit there and you admire them in the box. And you're like, you're really pretty. But I can't touch you. And one day, I'm going to give those to my, hopefully, I have future children. Hopefully, I can give them to my daughter. And I don't know what she's going to do with them. She's probably going to sell them. Because she's going to be like, Barbies, what is this toy? Like, They're give me an iPhone. Everybody loves them. Thank you. And I as agree. My parents used to say, who were deeply into doll collection, play with your eyes. 
play with them with your <laughs> eyes. No, I'm serious. I used but, to do that all the time. But that was like that was like guys getting like little figurines and stuff and baseball action cards. Figures. Action figures. Action sorry. figures. Sorry. Sorry. Politically correct action figures. Um, baseball cards, you know, yeah. all that stuff that you can't really touch and Put you can't, in plastic. like, in the little plastic wrap. But this episode, I think, is the best of any... This is, like, my new all-time favorite. Oh, my gosh, I love this. I'm a Comic-Con nerd. I've been going to Comic-Cons forever. I've watched all the sci-fi shows. There were so many Easter eggs in this episode. And if you're not with us in the chat, jump in the chat because we have a guest star in the chat. <gasps> oh. It is David Yeager, Hatchet Man himself, Barry Nerling. Hey, Barry! Hey, Barry. Thanks for joining us. We're so glad to have you in there. And I know you've been uh, talking with some of the peeps already in the chat, and we'll have some questions for you. Uh, So looking forward to hearing what you have to say and what you thought about this week's episode and how it was working on set. And you know that you are always more than welcome to come into the AfterBuzz studios anytime. I know you live in uh, Canada, but... Any, anytime you're in Los Angeles, you let us know. We're going to make this work out. Um, all right. So this this episode really just focused on Sam and Dean um, working together, going on a hunt, getting Dean out of his funk, um, which I have to say I was very excited to see him in his room watching horror movies because I feel like that's what everyone kind of does right around Halloween. It's like what happens around Christmas time. Like you start watching Christmas movies and stuff like that or Hanukkah movies or He's trying Kwanzaa to find movies. his place. But, but he is also drinking a Margakugels, which <laughs> anyone who is from Wisconsin knows that that is a throwback shout out to Lining Kugels beer, which is made in Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, and is some of the best beer out there. If you go to a store and you see a Lining Kugels, go get it. Let me know how much you love it. You're, you're going to be really happy with it, I promise. Um but anyway, uh, we finally see a clean. Well, uh, you know, yeah, here all, she's all she's all a tizzy right now. Um, Sam, Sam, looking, looking a little good. scruffy, but at least shaved most of the most of the most of the fur off his face. Um, but uh, they they go out on a hunt to Salem, Ohio, and um, we're we're trying to deal with an action figure that has attacked someone. So my boy was sort of like still dealing with the changes that he's that's going on in the house. There's a bunch of strangers there now. And normally he'd be taking care of Jack, mentoring him to be a better boy. But, you know, he's off with our favorite angel. And he was just doing it in his room, chilling. But the minute he heard action figure, Panthro, he jumped up. He dropped his pizza, finished his beer. And out he was going. Out he was going. And it was... A delight. I love their interplay when they were in the car together. Just sort of Sam just sort of trying to reach his brother and remind him, you know, everything's cool. We've all been possessed by a demon. Haven't we all? <laughs> Haven't we all? And it was just it was so good. This episode A, I watched it twice. It was so good. Um I laughed. I laughed and laughed. I was laughing so loud and hard. Everybody was looking at me like, shut up. But it's like, no, this was hilarious. My favorite lines, which I know I'm going to jump ahead, but I have to. No, that's okay. My favorite line was, why do you know what that means? I know I'm jumping ahead, but. Why do you know what that means? What was, what was the, what what, um, what was the part? What was, Merle, 
Merle. Oh, yes, when he says exactly what Merle. it is. Yes. Super cute. <laughs> so I didn't cute. know what it meant, but I'm I like, didn't either. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you had a you have a goth girlfriend, a beautiful hot goth girlfriend. For all those who can't <laughs> see, I'm winking. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was ex- actually excited to see a little guest star also appearance by um, Genevieve. I think you say her name, Buckner. She's from the TV show Unreal. Um, and she's actually originally from Canada as well. She played Sam, uh, Sam's twin, <laughs> in the show. Uh, I was excited. I was like, oh, hey, I know who you are. She's fantastic. Um, and this poor kid, Stuart, is just looking like such a such a clown first off he's stealing right away i'm like oh uh oh this is this is not gonna go well for you you're stealing um and he gets beat up and the guys come find him and he like doesn't want to admit that it's happened he's like embarrassed by the fact that he's gotten beat up by this toy he's no longer admitting it he's getting crap on the internet uh you know internet muscles and Obviously, he's going to get beat up again, and Dean goes to investigate, and a chainsaw comes at him. And I'm like, okay, wait, are we dealing with posters that come alive? Because I was trying to figure out, how are we getting into this? When you saw that chainsaw come flying at him, what did you think was, was what do you think that was coming from? So watching it, I was like, I didn't see a monster. I didn't see anybody Mm -hmm. there. At first, I just thought it was someone that he'd been trolling online, being a jerk to, or the person that he called a a mongrel. I was like, what? That was like way low down. He called somebody a mongrel, and I was like, some people get really mad about that, (laughs) real mad. And I really thought it was just a human being doing it. But then when the little ghost detector, monster detector went off, I was like, well, it has to be a ghost. But I was like... But we didn't see a ghost. And mm-hmm. I was like, what's possessed at his house? It couldn't be his mom who's babying him way too much. Yeah. Way too much. But it really, like, that's where I started to think, okay, he works in a comic book store. Could it be a comic? Could it be a movie poster? We're talking about this crazy Hatchet Man movie that Dean is, like, following on the Shocker channel, you know, watching a marathon of it. So I really was trying to figure out where this was coming from and, like, couldn't, I didn't, I didn't. I couldn't figure out where the hatchet Mm-mm. was. I mean, who keeps one in the basement unless, like, the basement's part of the garage or something? And then I thought, well, maybe it came out of the computer screen that he was, like, um, dating the Wiccan witch. And maybe she somehow sent it through the computer or something. But I couldn't figure out what was going on. This was, like, a mystery for me because I was, like, I rewatched it because I was, like, trying to see. But I couldn't see anything. I was, like. I couldn't figure it out. Oh, my gosh. So fun. Let me ask you guys in the chat and you as well, Cherry. Have you noticed that in this season so far, we're getting a lot of uh, life imitating art, I, I should say. So the show is, you know, they he mentions, um, Sam mentions that their life is a scary movie. And so there's a lot of people relating to one another, like last week with uh, Jack and Laura uh, and her talking about how her mom must miss her so much mm-hmm. and how she feels like her mom must be so mad at her and Jack feeling like he's been abandoned. And we're getting so many like little like back and forths. I feel like it's happening more this season mm-hmm. than I've seen in past seasons. It is. There's a lot more emotional connecting. I don't know if it's maybe they have different people in the writer's room or maybe it's the direction that the um, producer decided to go in. But for me, as someone who's watched it 
every year, mm-hmm. 14 years, it's add a freshness and the the dimension it that does. really is connecting to me because it harkens back to previous seasons that I remember and that I watched. And I wonder how someone who's just watching it the last couple of years would see it, but the characters are so well drawn and we know them so well that it's I think they want to make sure it doesn't become stale, not only for us as the viewers, but also for the actors. So they're able to really spread their acting wings. Yeah, I think you're right. It adds just a completely a, a fresh a fresh spin on it and really makes, I think, us as an audience connect more as well. So I've I've been loving that. I've been loving the little things as I watched the episodes back to back this week since I was in Texas all of last week. Um but I really, I, I I just noticed it so much yet with yesterday's, I should say, last week's episode, uh, the scar, and then you know again this week. Um, and let's talk a little bit about Dirk and Dean, and Sam and Sam, <laughs> and our little twins and their little putting the hair behind the ears. The boy, like Dirk and Dean, reciting the lines together. Literally, it's like they're not their mini me, but like. Teenage them. Yes. It was Wonder Twins Activate. I loved it. It was hilarious. Um, From the line about his luxurious hair and them just being able to recite the lines from their favorite horror movie. It's sort of fun watching them as people who don't deal with monsters Mm -hmm. and things where it's just something fun to look at monsters as part of your imagination. Um, It was fun. It was I almost think him, I almost think that Dean interacting with his mini-me or twin or whatever, Dirk, really let him see himself outside from being possessed by Michael and just be able to just sort of breathe and well, let it all Well, have out. a more playful side. Yes. We see Dean being so serious all the time and Sam too, but like to just kind of let loose and like enjoy the moment and really live in that present moment loving this series of horror movies you know which was your favorite number four number three yeah i mean it was just so (laughs) fun watching them interact and then when he got to fight his favorite um villain monster creature who doesn't want to do that Especially if you want, even though he didn't really win per se, it was as usual his brother taking care of. But he got to fight him. He was holding his own for a while. I was impressed. He he held them off. Um, so we find out that obviously this is the store owner that is now going to be possessing Hatchet Man, and he's pissed. Because Stuart was consistently stealing from him. He fired him twice. Sam only hired him back because they're close friends. And now Sam and Dirk own the store. Which two teenage-looking children (laughs) owning this store seems near impossible to me. They were in their early 20s. They were in their early 20s in probably real life as well. But they just looked so young. They looked really young. And being young, they they were willing to cut slack for their friend a lot. But I also like that she, as a business owner, called him and read him the riot act. You cannot be rude to customers. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I know he steals. I just take some money out of his Which, paycheck. At I was least, like, you know, hey. At least she's, do- yeah, at least she was doing that. I was, I mean, I was glad to see that as well. Um, but uh, so Jordan, a.k.a. 
hatchet man who has now come to life being possessed by this guy that had died of cancer and was cremated and I'm thinking wait a second here we go again he was cremated so how is this ghost possessing this body and moving around like number two question like I have no idea where this is coming from in previous seasons they have had ghosts possessed or tied to a Item object that, that they really loved and he loved his store mm-hmm. so i totally understand why he was so connected to it i understand how all of a sudden he became sentient when he realized he was stealing again even with his third chance <clears throat> what i had what i was trying to figure out was how it was able to move from location to location and then i realized it was the keys mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's clever that was really clever super clever uh also let's talk about clever sam and sam uh, trying to figure out how to get out of this locked storeroom uh, store and having shatterproof glass. What are we going to do to get out? He creates a concoction using cleaning supplies. Uh, uh, of course he did. Yes. Uh, that creates a small explosion, and they both say cool at the same time. Robana says that um, they should have fleshed the Sam character more. She was like Charlie. Um I wish they could have spent more time with her, but then it would have kept us from spending so much time with Barry Nerling, who was playing Hatchet Man slash David Yeager, and he really stole the, the episode. <laughs> Every scene, I was like, ah! I loved, I loved the Hatchet Man. So more time with him was very well spent. So Barry, if you are still in our chat and stuff, I think we, I think you're, I think you're on it. Yes. Um, let us know. Uh, how was playing this super fun Halloween character? Has this been your dream your whole life to literally play like the Jason, the Freddy Krueger? Like this is super exciting Halloween horror, except in TV. How cool. Let us know your thoughts on it. Um, and when we get them, I'll, I'll let you guys know what he was saying about it um, once we get his response. But uh, let's go back to the episode and uh, Dirk actually telling Hatchet Man, hey, you're going to have to go through me first. And I'm thinking, this kid is standing up for himself. He's going to fight. You know, Stuart's in the hospital. And then Hatchet Man starts chasing him. And it's like, uh-uh. And, <laughs> well, wouldn't you? Have yeah, I'd be running too. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I would have said, uh, you're going to have to go through me first. <laughs> well, he thought he liked him. But, I yeah, didn't like true. him that much. That's true. That is true. Um, and he did know that, that at that point that it was Jordan yes. possessing him. Um, but this is where I have to call out all the horrible horror movies from back in the day and the acting from the 80s that you see and the costumes that we saw, like showing these, you know. Sorry, I'm going <laughs> to sneeze. Set, 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 set costumes. Uh, excuse Let's me. I'm sorry. Uh, pardon me. Uh, all these 80s like moments and of course we see the security guards watching the movie <laughs> meanwhile not watching the security cameras and what's happening it's literally once again mimicking real life and I, I have to say like the bad acting is the great acting because it's hard to play bad like to play a bad actor it's really really hard so these girls that are screaming and running through the hallways and the guy that's arm is in the vending machine it's so bad it's good that had me laughing it was hilarious i loved it because those are classic horror movie tropes 
empty building, everybody running slowly, the falling, no one helping you, you going from door that's locked to door that's locked. Those are classics. And then the monster chasing you and you're slowly going, ah, oh my God, I'm falling. Oh. <laughs> I really thought for one moment she'd do the run crawl where you're oh, like yeah. crawling as fast as you could <laughs> looking back oh <laughs> i loved it i was and i liked how it mim how it mirrored how the movie they were showing within the episode mirrored the episode the whole um, episode did that i it love it was so much phenomenal i have to say big shout out again to david perez who wrote the episode and then i hope i say this correctly amin kadar lee who was the director. Okay. Both of you did a phenomenal job. job. So I'm going to go on and give you a slow clap in honor of all movies. <laughs> I kind of want to look into their IMDb and see if uh, Mr. Perez does comedy regular, like regularly. Mm-hmm. Because it seemed very, very easy. Everything just flowed and moved so well. Uh, also... Barry has responded and has said that he's not a typically horror genre kind of guy, but he does like the comedy side of it. And he's played a few types of these characters. And he played a killer in a great horror suspension, which you guys should check it out. Um, and that vending machine was his favorite scene to shoot uh, and said the kid was great. <laughs> so that's, you're hearing it straight from Hatchet Man's, you know. Typed words right now at this very moment. Um, so yeah, that was my my acting moment of the day was the bad, uh, the good bad acting, um, and we see the backstory on Hatchet Man, which always this is my favorite thing when I'm watching a Lifetime movie or a horror movie or some like The Lovely Bones, and you're like. Why are you the way that you are? What happened to you? You know, are you going against your circumstances? Are you trying to be a better human? Did it just mess you up so badly that there is no going back? And this, these kids that accidentally killed him. A practical joke gone wrong. A practical joke gone wrong. And he is now hunting them until... He can kill them. All of them. All revenge. Of them. Revenge. Let his revenge be exacted. It looks like they burned him alive, so I'd be mad too. He, I mean, yeah. Well, they dropped a they dropped a car on him and then burned him alive. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a practical joke to me. Yeah, it's not really a practical joke. But uh, Barry said he didn't get to keep a memento from the episode, but he would like a action figure with a button and the cheesy lines. Uh, yes, That'd be and so cool. absolutely. I feel like the little uh, action figures that come out with the like giant heads. Oh, like, um, they've got the Sam and Funkos. Dean one. Funkos. Yes. Uh, maybe they'll make one of you. I personally think one. that Davy Perez needs to make a real horror movie of the movie from within. Yes, <laughs> because I, I, I want to see it. Is terrifying. David Yeager. Oh my gosh. And, this, and Barry and could play. Barry's got to play him. Yes. You are, it you like are the so fun. you are the muse. It was hilarious. I loved it. 
Um, so, so yeah, I like seeing why someone is the way that they are. We know that he's going after him uh, the same way now that he's going after Stuart for stealing from him when he loved this, you know, shop so much. And then we get to see Dean fight his idol, his Halloween idol. In it's like morgue. following, like fighting your favorite superhero or the villain that's, you know, against your favorite superhero or saving the princess. Like, it so cool. It felt very cathartic for me. Yes. For him. For, for Dean. Yes. To be able to fight him. Yes. Even though Dirk stabbed him in the back. Yeah, that was And actually nice. slowed him down. Yes. But really... He wasn't killing everybody. He really only wanted to kill that kid. Everybody yeah. else he just shove out of the way. I really sure. don't think he was going to kill that other little boy. I think he was just going to shove him down and be like, sure. no. But he was definitely <laughs> choking Dean out. And thankfully, yeah. thankfully Sam, Sam Squared uh, came in, in in the nick of time and dissolved, disintegrated. The keys. Disintegrated. 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 Wow, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going on like 30 hours of sleep in a week. (laughs) I'm so tired. Um, Disintegrated the keys in this ethyl alcohol. Sam is all chemistry today. He is. Loving my little scientist. When he was trying to go to college, it was something hard science, something STEM. I can't remember what it was. Yep. Engineering. Engineering, which... Those engineers, super smart. I wish I was clever like and that. And this causes Hatchet Man to burn once again to his death. He is not no longer tied to anything on Earth, and he is gone for good. Uh, and in Go a better, and honestly, in a better place. Sam gave or Dean gave him an option. He did. He could go peacefully or... Not peacefully. Dean was going to get to fight him, which he did a great job. Don't steal action figures from sci-fi and comic book shops, kids. Yeah. But you Don't know do. what? After Buzzers, our network produces... After shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows, from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button. Now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments and we'll thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. <laughs> so when we are ending this fabulous episode, we get another little heart to heart moment. Oh, do you have something? Ivan said that Sam was in Stanford for pre-law. Ah. He was in pre-law. There we go. Still a clever person. Still very, well, obviously very intelligent. Uh, we got another, like, I kind of like how this episode was book bookended with them in the car on the way there yes. having a heart-to-heart and in the car on the way back having a heart-to-heart. Starting the episode and ending the episode with another scene, but right there in the beginning and end. Um, and Dean being thankful to Sam for kind of bringing him out of his funk. And I'm going to say my favorite part of this episode happened right here after they discussed why Sam hated (laughs) Halloween. Now, I knew from the beginning, it's got to be something that that happened with a girl. (laughs) The only reason people hate holidays, and I can only speak for experience on why I hate Valentine's Day, is because of horrible, horrible boys. 
<laughs> it's a blame it on boys every year. And my mom made Valentine's Day the best thing in the world. She would send me flowers and candy, and like she was seriously the cutest woman on Valentine's Day. Oh, I miss you, mom. Um, whew, okay. But anyway, the only reason anybody hates some like horrible holiday is because of the opposite sex. So it would only make sense that stupid Andrea Howard <laughs> would ruin it. For Dean, because Dean has been missing out on having Happy Sam on Halloween for all these years, only to find out that Sam was so nervous about going to his Halloween party that when he bobbed for apples, he threw up almost all over her at the party in front of everybody. That's horrifying. And he was embarrassed, and he hates Halloween because of it. Uh, That would be hard to get vomited on and to be the vomiter. I felt bad for him. But of like, course. They, they weren't even the same town. None of these people would ever see you again. Yeah. So let it go. Eh, I, s- Halloween. I agree. I said let it go. Um, but I love Dean's idea of how they're going to let it go. And this was my favorite part <laughs> when he started listing off all the duos that they could be. And how excited he got when he said <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Yes. I was like, oh my gosh. That'd be so yes, cool. do it. Do it. Because... I mean, we all hope that there's going to be season 15. If there is not, I want a Jared and Jensen duo Halloween costume next year. And I am going to tweet them till they do it. Yes. And I want Davey to write that Halloween episode next year, too. Hey, Davey. There you go. That would be so fun. So what is your dream Halloween duo costume? For who? For myself? For you, for next season. For That's, me yes, or for the boys? for you. Uh, the dream you. duo? Yes. Well, I would have to have someone to dress up with. Well, yes. Let's say you had someone. Uh, okay, you're going to have to give me a moment to think on that. I'll get back to you by the end of this episode, so stay tuned if you want to hear what my Ooh. ideal duo costume is. Robina says they'd like to be Rocky and Bing- Bullwinkle. <sighs> Ivan Soto, Moose and Squirrel. Thank you, Moose Billie and Squirrel. Billy Jean, Girl 24, Shaggy and Scooby. Random D. Saint, Batman and Robin. Those are very good costumes. Well, th- I mean, that's what Dean Ooh. was saying the whole time. And I really love I really love the Bullwin- Bullwinkle and Rocky because Dean is always the, like, star of the show. Like, he's the, like, <laughs> main guy in charge. And because... Crowley always called Sam Moose. He would have to be Bullwinkle. And oh, Dean so being Rocky Squirrel would be so cute. And I am all for that. That would be 100%. So cute. Barry Nerling, hey Barry, says he'd like to see the boys go as Rick and Morty. Oh, that's uh, so fun. Pickle Rick. <laughs> that's so fun. I just thought of my ideal duo <laughs> Halloween costume then. I'll, I'll go with with Jared and Jensen when they dress up as Rocky and Bullwinkle and I'll dress up as Natasha and I just need someone to play Boris I'll go as Boris because you know I love my Winchester boys see there you go you got my duo costume perfect to fit right in with uh, (laughs) this week's episode and hopefully next year's episode of uh, Halloween Supernatural that'd be so epic Um, and at the end of this episode Security guard goes in and sees the knife and the hatchets. Oh now, did this make you think? And the doll was the the, the life size doll was there. Mannequin, mannequin. Monster. Did you think 
that that means he's not completely dead? Are they leaving it open? That's what I thought. I freaked out. And then, you know what I thought? They kind of do walk away after they kill creatures. They just are like, whatever, we're out. Peace. Leave it there for somebody else to pick up. Could you imagine walking into a morgue with the lights off and seeing that on the ground? That would just... I would die. I would, I would just go sad. I would like fall out and I'd just be dead. That'd be dead. Because <laughs> I'd be terrified. You know, you see a bloody knife on the ground. I'd be like, what the heck? What happened here? Why is there <laughs> Why is there this huge figure in here? But yeah, the boys... No bodies. Always leave dead, monstrous bodies behind. They don't really clean up anything. They don't clean up the blood or anything. They're just like out. Because remember a couple, a couple of years ago, they're pretty much considered serial killers. Oh, yeah, when they were being hunted and... By the FBI. Mm -hmm. Totally forgot about that. Totally forgot about that. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about with this episode this week? Any other things you want to share? I thought Stuart was hilarious. Part of the reason I thought Stuart was hilarious is because I go to Comic-Cons. I know these men. I've tried to date these men. Totally get them. They're hilarious. I loved how he said he had... A really, really pretty goth girlfriend online. I was like, oh, you don't have a girlfriend. And then how Catfish. he was like freaking out on Fortnite, playing the game Fortnite. And then how um, Dean was like, I'm Zelda for life. And it was like, oh, Dean, 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 I love you. But you know. <laughs> You're not. No, no, nobody. I mean, people still play Zelda, but. Zelda for life. Uh, that's not that's not a for life for me. Um, and then how Stuart was a online troll. He epitomized online troll in real life. I don't know who he was talking about that they got that one star review on Yelp, <laughs> but he must have been like on fire. He must have been so awful. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I loved how Sam snarked and said how his I mean, yeah, how Dean said how Sam's doppelganger had luxurious hair just like him. She did have really nice hair, though. Oh, she has great hair. She had super <laughs> long hair when she was in Unreal. Um, and then she chopped it off to be sexy. And, and Billie Jean Girl is totally right. Dean looked adorable oh, in those glasses. He looks adorable Adorbs. in anything. Adorbs. I personally thought that they looked... They, I know they weren't in cosplay, but they really looked like... Comic book. Sean, what? They, go ahead. Sorry. Sean of the Dead. Sean of the Dead? Yes. And they're like tweed suits. The truth is I did not love as much, but. I didn't love, anything. but they looked like insurance agents. They did look like in insurance the agents in the Midwest. Yes. Except really attractive. Very attractive. Insurance agents. I totally would listen to them spiel about insurance if they yeah. came to my door. And I would offer them not hot apple cider, but hot chocolate. I'm winking, everybody. <laughs> winking. <laughs> I'm terrible. Oh, you're Behave. so funny. All uh, right. Let's do some fan <laughs> shout outs. Fan shout outs. For the day. Um, fan shout out to to Barry. Yes. For joining Thank us you. and Thank chatting you. with everybody and sharing your insights uh, here. I know earlier he said he would love to have an action figuring. So uh, let's make this happen. Let's, let's make it happen, guys. Let's get get all these guys out here and what a I want to see this movie. I want to see the Hatchet Man series be made. Uh so thank you for joining us. Uh Cherry, you got any uh any fan shout outs you want to do for the day? Um, I know you're you're tweeting, you're 
you're chatting as well. So I'm asking if anybody subscribed because, you know, we want to give you a shout out. I have to say hi to the very first person who was in the chat. Robana was in there. I think she was in there like at 930. So whoop, whoop, you go. I'm shouting you out so hard. Um, And Jacob Albers said, how did the raging nerd become the damsel in distress? Hey, feminism. Feminism. (laughs) So thank you for that. But I like to save a boy. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. Sam and Sam squared. <laughs> and then Dirk and Dean. Dirk and Dean oh, forever. Oh, God, that sounds like a whole... I'm not going to say what that sounds like. Uh, let's get to some news and gossip. News and gossip. I'm sure you guys have already seen, but on Instagram, uh, Dean shared Jensen Ackles shared a picture of him as Red Hood from DC Comics. We actually had a question on Trivia Tuesday at the bar I work at what the D in DC Comics stands for. I'm sure most of you know. Tweet me and let me know what it is. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Tweet me if you know what it is. Otherwise, later on, I will tell you guys what it is uh, via Twitter. If, uh, if if no one knows. I'm going to leave that up to you. But he looked great. Loved yes. doing it. Like you guys Love said it. earlier, I think it was actually in the episode. They had a they had a poster of it along with a poster <laughs> of House of Wax. Yes. Uh, so really neat to see those little, hey, snippets and bits and pieces and spoilers. And- I love my Easter eggs. I love my boys. I'm still hoping he'll get on Arrow for some reason. Oh, he'd be great on Arrow. And- That's like his brother. Barry Nerling subscribed to us. Yay! Thank Yay! you, Barry! Thank Shout you, thank you. Uh, and I'm also going to give you guys one more little uh, gossip piece. As you guys know, I was in Texas last week. I was in Dallas, Austin, and San Antonio. And I went somewhere specifically for you guys. <gasps> Didn't you, did you? D- I'm not going to say what it is. You have to check my Instagram this weekend, and I will reveal where I went. But I specifically went for you guys because I love you all so much, and I appreciate you. And I'm like, I have to go here. I cannot not go here. So stay tuned to my Instagram this weekend. It's uh, at Lindsay Wagner, which we'll get to later. But anyway, uh, let's talk about some predictions, Cherry. Oh, my gosh. Predictions. You're after Buzz TV. Predictions. What and who the heck is killing the hunters? You know it's a mess with Michael. You know it's, it's Michael. Totally. Michael, Michael, we are watching you. It's totally Michael. I think it's Monsters 2.0. Mm-hmm. So it's the better improved vampires. He figured out how to improve the vampires. Of course, the werewolves have already been improved. So who knows what else? I'm just hoping we'll see some more of the alternative Earth hunters and they'll start being really integrated into the group and that they'll stay and start having a little bit more of a backstory. Because the boys can't do it by themselves, the mom can't do it by themselves. They need more hunters, and I want to. I want to like get to know them and see them. But you know, the second that you get connected to them and fall in love with them, they're going to get killed. That's exactly what I was thinking. We are on the same. <laughs> we are on wave it today. Uh, and I also saw you guys in the chat earlier had posted. This wasn't a big killing episode, which is always kind of nice when the episode goes and we don't get many deaths. Like obviously, Stuart got hurt. Yes, but. The only person that died was someone that was already dead. Yes. He had cancer, so, so kind of, blessings. Not 
Yeah, but kind of nice to see people not dying. But I think yes. next week we're obviously going to see some deaths. Something is killing the hunters. One 100% has to do with Michael, especially after last week and the fact that he was trying to get Kaya 2.0 to join his army mm-hmm. and really wants that spear thing. So uh, definitely he's sending people after the hunters. He's trying to... I, what his end game is... I think he's literally just trying to kill all humans. Yeah, he wants to remake the Earth into his mm-hmm. image. And yeah. like Dean said, it could have been a vampire because vampires don't let their food go. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. That's right. And she went AWOL. Yes. So, yeah, I, I think you're right. Monsters 2.0 next week. Another monster episode. Uh, although, hopefully we get, you know, Mary or Bobby... Bobby back uh, to see a little bit more of them. And yes. I think, and we still don't know where Nick is. Now he's off killing, you he's know where off. He, he's off killing people. Is he off killing people or is he avenging his he's family's death? Investigating his family's er- death by killing people and torturing them into telling them what he wants to hear. Because he doesn't know what happened. And we don't know what happened. No, we but don't he's know. killing people. He, well, we know he killed uh, the, the his guy. His friend, that, yeah. his neighbor friend. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh, he's killing people. All right. Well, talk about a great episode. I know great. after reading through the chat tonight, I'm seeing all of you guys loved it and enjoyed it just as much as we did. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing your thoughts and opinion. We literally appreciate it so much, and we do this for you guys. Cherry. Where can everyone find you and tweet you about Supernatural and all things? You can find me, Cherry underscore LA, on Twitter and Instagram. And Tuesday nights, The Rookie at 8 o'clock. And Midnight Texas Sundays at 7 p.m. Oh, great. Lots of places to find Cherry, you guys. Subscribe to our channel so that you can see all the things and turn off notifications if you don't want them. Uh, this is Lindsay here. You guys can find me on all things social media at Lindsay Wagner. That's L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-W-E-G-N-E-R. Stay tuned for my little tease of where I was this weekend when I was in Texas. Strictly for you guys. We will see you next week for another amazing episode of Supernatural. Thanks again so much for joining us. See you next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.